Start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's leading lady is an English singer and actress who's famous for being practically perfect in every way. She's considered to be one of Hollywood's most beloved figures. Let's talk about Julie Andrews. Julia Elizabeth Wells was born in 1935 in Walton-on-Thames, Surrey, England. The father she grew up with, Ted, was a teacher, and her mother, Barbara, was a pianist. Julie would later discover that her biological father was actually a family friend with whom her mother had had an affair. Around the outbreak of World War II, Barbara and Ted divorced. Julie's mother remarried a performer named Ted Andrews. Julie later recalled that time as a dark period. The family struggled financially, and Ted was abusive and drank heavily. His violence extended to sexual transgressions, which prompted Julie to put a lock on her door. As a musician, Ted gave Julie voice lessons and recognized her immense talent. It's been long rumored that Julie has perfect pitch, and she had an extensive vocal range. At eight years old, Julie began to study with Lillian Stiles Allen, a rigorous vocal teacher. Lillian remained Julie's mentor throughout her early career. At the age of 10, Julie joined her mother and stepfather in their vaudeville act and made a name for herself. She gave her first solo performance at London's Stage Door Canteen, where she was seen by the royal family. The following year, she made her professional singing debut in the musical review Starlight Roof. She was asked to do a screen test for MGM. They dismissed her as unfilmable. Julie thrived in British radio, television, and theater. While she was playing the title role in Cinderella, Julie was spotted by Sandy Wilson and producer Cy Fewer. Sandy and Cy were working on a musical called The Boyfriend, which they planned to bring to Broadway. After hearing Julie, they offered her the lead in the show. She agreed to take on the project, traveling to appear on Broadway for the first time at the age of 19. The Boyfriend was a hit, and Julie was applauded by critics. She received rave reviews and was billed as Britain's youngest prima donna. Julie was graceful, beautiful, and endearing. She wowed American audiences, and a Broadway star was born. Julie next created the role of Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady. The preparation for Eliza's accent was demanding. Oh, you're proud. Did you tell him I come in a taxi? Julie, you're not giving it to me broad enough yet. You're not giving me enough of the cockney melody. Oh, we are proud. Did you tell him I come in a taxi? Julie received standout recognition, and the original cast recording became one of Columbia Records' most successful releases. Rodgers and Hammerstein were so impressed with her performance that they cast her in their TV musical of Cinderella. Julie was nominated for an Emmy for her performance, which was broadcast to more than 100 million viewers. In 1959, Julie married set designer Tony Walton. The next year, she starred as Guinevere in Camelot. She was nominated for a Tony, and the show ran for 873 performances. 
1963, Hollywood came knocking. Julie was pregnant with her daughter Emma when Walt Disney approached her to star in Mary Poppins. She turned down the role, but Disney postponed production until she could take it. Mary Poppins became a big box office smash. In 1964, Julie won the Academy Award and Golden Globe for her role, beating out Audrey Hepburn, who'd been cast as Eliza Doolittle in the film adaptation of My Fair Lady. Just a year later, Julie starred as Maria von Trapp in The Sound of Music. The film won five Academy Awards, including Best Picture, and in 2001, it was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry. As of 2018, it was the highest grossing movie ever made when adjusted for inflation. By 1966, Julie was an international star. At that point, she was over being typecast into pure and innocent roles. She began to work in more serious films, including Alfred Hitchcock's Torn Curtain. In 1967, Julie divorced Tony and met her future husband, director Blake Edwards, on the set of Darling Lily. Julie and Blake adopted two children together and remained married for 42 years until his death in 2010. They worked together on seven films, including dramas like SOB and 10. In 1997, while Julie was starring in the Broadway run of Victor Victoria, she developed hoarseness in her voice. She underwent surgery, permanently damaging her singing voice. And now you can't sing at all? No. It's not just that you can't hit the high notes. You can't sing. No, I simply can't uh, do a song for you. Even with her most prized possession gone, Julie's acting career continued. She went on to star in Shrek, The Princess Diaries, and Eloise. Julie continues to balance many pursuits with her career as an author, actor, and activist. She's written more than 30 books and is a UN Development for Women Goodwill Ambassador. This year, during the pandemic, Julie launched the podcast series Julie's Library, where she and her daughter Emma read children's books aloud. Julie continues to use her captivating presence to tell stories to rapt audiences from around the globe. All month, we're talking about leading ladies. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our Encyclopedia Womanica newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can follow me directly on Twitter, at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we'll be taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday. I want to tell you about another show I think you're going to like. Entry Denied is an eight-episode series from the Tempest Tossed podcast that examines the dramatic impact of Trump policies on migrants, refugees, immigrant communities, and the nation. Co-hosted by Alex Alenikoff, director of the Zolberg Institute on Migration and Mobility at the New School, former UN Deputy High Commissioner for Refugees, and former law dean at Georgetown Law, and Deb Amos, award-winning journalist for NPR. Entry Denied provides a comprehensive discussion of the origins, content, and implications of Trump policies 
told by leading journalists, migrants, and academics. New episodes of Entry Denied are released weekly on Tuesdays. Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more, visit EntryDeniedPodcast.com.